Hey team, I want you to meet Antoine Buteau, business operations at Repolit. But first, here's what Patrick Coleman said about Antoine. I want to give a shout out to Antoine Buteau on my team um, who leads BizOps for us. Just super sharp, um, you know, started his career as an engineer and then was a strategy consultant for software businesses and just um, a brilliant go-to-market operator. Antoine, what are three ways your team converts your market into revenue? So Patrick covered our plans in a previous podcast, uh, so I won't repeat what he said. Uh, our go-to-market motion is product-led, which means three things in how we convert our market into revenue. Our free plan is good enough to make our users successful and have them build cool projects. Uh, we don't do aggressive features gating, so we're able to acquire the right target users, and users are able to experience the full value of the Ripple product. And because our free plan is powerful and we're targeting developers, in-product education is important. The limit people will hit with a free plan is around resources, so computing resources. And when we included the resource utilization component within Replit, we saw an increase in conversion from the free to the paid plan. Users were able to understand their usage and the benefits of upgrading. And the last thing is the importance of community. So we give tools so that creators can share and show their projects. This means that our users push the limit of the product and help us market what you can do with Replit. In complement, we have a community team that harness that creative potential by organizing events like hackathons and jams. What are three hard problems that you recently overcame? I have two uh, that are a bit different than what Patrick said. Uh, the first one is growth attribution. So we had a sense of what channels were best for us. Uh, we dug in the data and found insights on what channels get the most page views, conversion, and retention. And it's very useful to have this data so we can double down on what generates the most result. The second one is international go-to-market. So we have a large user base outside the US and we wanted to test what would happen if we do country-specific go-to-market. Prioritizing the country to focus on required alignment across a company. And we wanted to make sure that we don't slow the entire team by requiring product changes or big marketing push. Um, so we went out in the market spoke to users to learn about the market dynamic and adjusted some of our go-to-market initiatives. And we saw strong interest and users were very receptive to our efforts. What are three roadblocks that you're working on now? The first one is hiring. So we have ambitious growth plans and we need to hire great people that will fit the culture. And the market is very competitive and our size about hire is still very costly. So we need to balance that out speed and quality. The second one is balancing scale and experimentation. We have acquisition channels that work. And when you're transitioning from a startup to a growth stage company, you still need to run a lot of experiments, but you also need to scale what works and that requires a different mindset. And the last one is the data infrastructure. So as you scale, there's always a risk of becoming too data-driven and copying playbooks from other companies. And data can only tell you what happened in the past, and there's some usefulness to that, but there's still a lot of value in the craft and thinking from first principle. Um, so it's important that we continue building that infrastructure while also aligning people on a set of common taxonomy, questions, tools, and how to use those tools. What are three mental models that you use to do your best work? For productivity, I use the getting things done methodology. Uh, it's the best methodology I've found to instill focus and clarity on the work that needs to get done. Um, because I have confidence in my system, it removes some of the anxiety around work. The second one is for knowledge management. I use Rome Research. 
Um, so it's a note-taking tool that helps you connect your thoughts and group them together in related bits of information and being able to link information without too much friction and bringing notes in their context is super helpful when you, you have to do a lot of context switching. And finally, it's the importance of integrity, which is one of my core value, uh, and I take it very seriously. And integrity means that you are trustworthy and others can trust you to do what you said you would do. And you can also trust yourself, um, including living out your aspiration and visions for participating in the world. What are three techniques that other GTM teams need to try? The first one comes from Brian Balfour at Reforge. Um, he wrote a great piece on why product market fit isn't enough. And Brian adds three other components to the well-known product market fit model. And these should all be linked together and have implications when trying to move up market or down market. Um, so the first one is product channel fit, the concept that products are built fit with acquisition channels. The second one is uh, the channel model fit, that channels are determined by your business model. And the last one is the model market fit. So your business model influences the target market and vice versa. The second technique is around pricing. Um, so pricing is the, one of the most important lever. I still think it's underrated. I like the Van West model, which is a multi-question model that uh, indirectly measures willingness to pay instead of directly posing the question to potential buyers. So rather than asking potential buyers to identify a single price point, the Van West model helps assess a range of prices instead of just one. And the simplest version of the model is to ask what the buyer considers uh, an acceptable price, so a good value for the money, and at what point the price would start to get expensive. And so they have to think twice about buying it. Uh, and finally, um, the bowling alley framework, which is an onboarding model. And the goal of the framework is to get the user to the desired outcome in your product. So you can either use product or conversational bumpers to do that. So product bumpers might be product tours or progress bars, and conversational bumpers might be in-app messages or direct outreach. Um, so when you're acquiring users, you don't want to have a leaky bucket. So the building alley framework is useful to make sure user activate and retain. What are three questions you love to ask and why? Three questions I love to ask. Um, so I think like being a manager now, like the three questions I like to ask is like how people like working, what are their current goals, and what are their current roadblocks? So like basically when I manage a team, the first thing like that I always make sure is like, is it clear, are the expectations clear, and is like the strategy clear? And then is like the work and the priorities clear? Uh, and being able to like map that out um, to like their personal goals is very helpful for me as a manager. Who are three operators that should be our next guests and why? Yeah, um, the first one is Eric Tran. So he's the co-founder at Updeck. Uh, they are building web infrastructure that makes it easier to develop, monitor, and test webhooks from one place. Um, and I manage Eric in the past, and I'm super proud of his progress. Um, he's a hustler has a right customer first mindset, and he's really good at experimenting with go-to-market motion. The second one is Makoto. Uh, he's the head of user acquisition at Opera. Uh, I know Makoto since college, and he's one of the sharpest minds on drawing consumer apps. Um, so he's currently leading a team of marketers, engineers, creative, and data scientists, and he's focused on deploying multi-million dollar monthly budgets to scale user uh, Opera user growth. 
And the last one is Wes, Wes Bush. Um, he's the CEO at Product Lab. And Wes wrote one of the Bible of Product Lab growth uh, before it was cool. And he's sharing a ton of great content on how the motion is maturing. Thank you, Antoine. What should people who love what you're saying go do next? Appreciate it. Reach out to me on Twitter or on LinkedIn. Hey team, what did you think about this? I think you need to put Antoine Buteau on your go-to-market radar. If you can't recruit him, you can go join Antoine's team over at Repolit, or you can come join mine at Monograph. We're both hiring. Oh, by the way, have we met yet? I'm Chris Morgan, host of the Market to Revenue podcast. Shoot me an email right now about what you thought about this episode. It's chris at markettorevenue.com. Talk to you in a moment.